0: Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now... Live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell.
1: I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host Mel Alva, and here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. It's November, time for Mel and Steve on the street at Bene Vivendo Farms at Greenhouse Gardens in Chandler, Arizona, as we speak to Michelle Caparelli from the Arizona Sustainability Alliance about their Help a Farm volunteer event. Also with us, Randy Bailey from the Green Cork Products Company on location at their customer's home that they just finished spraying their fabulous cork product to the exterior of their home. And lastly, in studio, in honor of Recycle Day, Chuck Warshaver, advisor and operating partner of Stardust Building Supplies will be with us. They are your choice for reclaiming and recycling all kinds of building materials. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for containers, sustainable Lifestyle living. And now it's time for Mel and Steve on the Street for Boxcar Universe. I am here with Michelle Caparelli from the Arizona Sustainability Alliance. Michelle, tell us a little bit about this event that we're at.
2: Yeah, so uh, Arizona Sustainability Alliance is a 501c3 focused on project-based, hands-on sustainability solutions, um, obviously in Arizona. And so here we're working on our Help a Farm program, which is one of the sustainable food system initiatives. And we come out, we help small local farms like Emily here um, down at, she's at Greenhouse Gardens in uh, South Chandler. Her farm, Benny Vivendo, sells herbs and vegetables and flowers. She sells them at the Uptown Farmer's Market. And we're just here doing anything and everything that she possibly
1: needs. So we have a large volunteer crew here today that is helping you and Emily. You know, we've accomplished a lot so far in the hour and a half that we've been here.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's always really impressive to see just, you know, you get 10, 15 people out on a Sunday morning, how much work can actually get done and how much these small local farmers really need this. Uh, Emily, I think, said it really well at the beginning. You know, small local farms are definitely the backbone of local and sustainable food systems, especially here in Arizona. And I am a huge proponent of them, which is why I want to make sure this program is just as successful as it's been. And so we're out here, we're harvesting hibiscus. We removed netting. Um, from her shade and we removed a bunch of basil that she needed taken out and just like I said everything and anything she possibly needs
1: and she also has a facility to sell the product that she grows correct
2: Yes, yes. so not only can you buy it directly from her, um, but she sells at the uptown farmers market on Saturdays. and so go there. She's like pretty much right when you walk in unless her spot's moved. I don't think it has. But she's right there um, selling hibiscus and flowers, dried flowers, and just they're absolutely it's wonderful. I can't attest to her products enough, but her products are a testament to how much she loves doing this.
1: I would like to urge all our listeners in the Phoenix area to go to the local farmers and support them as they supply food to the uh, fresh markets here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, You know, when we go to the supermarkets, we see food that's packaged and uh, we don't really see how it actually got to that store And see what goes into it. But when you see it actually being grown and harvested, you actually have a new respect for all farmers.
2: Oh yeah. No, it's a, it's a completely different buying experience. Um, I think one of the issues we have definitely found, I would say America as a whole, not just Arizona, is we've really gotten away from where our food comes from. Just like you said, we're we're so custom, you go to a store and it's, it's packaged or it's wrapped in plastic and we don't think about all the work that goes into it. And so when you're out here and you're seeing what these farmers are doing on a daily basis, and they're typically doing it without help, um, especially these small farms, you know, you all of a sudden just the gratitude you have for what's on your plate becomes something that is just incomprehensible to most people. You just connect so much more with what it is you're eating.
1: You know, Michelle, the one thing that impressed me very much was that when Emily was explaining her farm to her and giving us our introduction, that she really knows a lot about what she does, the plants how they grow, and what you need to do to take care of them to have a successful harvest, Uh, it, it, it just amazed me.
2: Oh, no. She's a she's an educator as much as anybody's ever an educator. You're out here, and you hear her talk, and not only do you feel her passion for what it is she's doing, which any good educator will tell Absolutely. you. They are passionate about what it is they do, but you, you understand why she's poured her heart into this, and she has learned. She can tell you everything about the plant. She can give you their scientific names. She can tell you when it grows, and why it grows, and what it needs, and oh, if the plant starts doing something, it needs this soil nutrient. I mean, it's It is just one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: You know, it almost makes me feel that I should have stayed home last night and studied before I came out here because she just knows so much.
2: But the, see, and this is where I'm with you. I feel the yeah. same way. I always feel like, oh my gosh, what do I need to know? But honestly, this is where I, I live for the knowledge that Emily has. And when we do these, we do these events, um, the Help of Farms, particularly the first Sunday of every month. I just, it, it's so rewarding to hear everything these farmers are telling you about. And just, you learn so much in just this brief amount of time. And it just, it really does. It gives you a whole new perspective.
1: Yeah, it gives you a whole new appreciation yep. of what it goes into growing. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. What else is the Arizona Sustainability Alliance involved in?
2: Yeah. So, um, they focus on all sorts of different areas, conservation being one of them. Urban forestry is another huge one for them as well as renewable energy. They do workforce development as well as educational programs. And so they will have, um, adoptive parks, which they do on the second and fourth Saturday of every month as well. And those are located throughout the Valley and they go out, they'll do invasive species removal. They'll plant native, um, pollinators or they'll put in trees urban forestry is another big one we'll do plantings at schools and community parks and community centers and then the renewable energy we actually helped install solar at another small farm in south phoenix and they're practicing agrovoltaics now because of it and that's being studied and then they're also doing that workforce development program and they're working with students in uh, the phoenix union school district that's so.
1: great you know i one of the things that i do in the remodeling aspect of it i also do solar oh, yeah. so if you're interested in any other uh, you know farms that want to go and do that same thing that they're doing and, and experiment with the solar uh, I'd love to be part of that. Definitely know some
2: people you can talk to. I have uh, been really fortunate. I, I study sustainable food systems. It's definitely a passion of mine. Um, I'm going to school for it, so I'd hope so, right? Um, right. And uh, I've been really fortunate to get to know a lot of fantastic small farms um, throughout Arizona, and they always need help and they always need support. So I encourage people, even if they're listening and they're not in the valley, find those local farms, find those CSA, find your farmers markets. You know, the uptown ones, um, go we have the downtown Phoenix one. there's ones in Gilbert and there's ones in Scottsdale, there's ones in Cave Creek. I mean, they're all over the place. A um, uh, local first, another nonprofit, they have a, a good food finder. I implore everyone to go look at. They can find all sorts of local foods and it's also the shops that they sell in. So it really allows you once again to get that connectedness to your food and where it comes from. And you're also supporting the Arizona economy. so who you know, can argue with that, right? right. Keep yeah. that money here.
1: Yes, the local farmers are very important. They are the backbone of our local economy. And uh, to be quite honest with you, without them, we'd be toast.
2: No, not only are we toast, but I also one of my favorite things about food is the culture and the connectedness that you have sharing a meal with somebody, you're really opening your heart and who you are to people. And there's, there's just something about sharing something that you have put together. And if you know where that food came from, there's just this higher elevation of pride. And you just feel so good about what it is that you're eating, because you're like, it came from a good place. It was prepared with love. And now you're sharing it with people that you love. I just that's an experience that I just don't think anything can top. That's the beautiful thing about food.
1: You know, Michelle, I'm so glad to see that you're passionate about what you do. I know I am passionate about everything that I do, and I'm sure it's very obvious that Emily is very passionate about what she does.
2: Oh, yeah. No, they love her as much as she loves them. Uh, Hearing her talk about her hibiscus, you can just, once again, you can just see that, like, she has nurtured and cared for that, um, you know, from infancy, for lack of a better word, right? It's come from this seedling, and so she's taking care of it like it's her child, and she pours her soul into this, and you talk to her, and I encourage everybody, once again, stop by that market where she's at, and she will tell you all day about everything she does, and you just, you can't And if you walk away not smiling, I'm dumbfounded. One of the most incredible humans on this planet.
1: Michelle, how can our listeners find you and the Arizona Sustainability Alliance on the Internet?
2: Yeah, so um, their website, um it'll redirect you to our old website, Arizona Sustainability Don't panic, it's the same thing, um, but we're transitioning to that org. Go there. They have a calendar of events. Um, there's going to be places where you can sign up to be alerted about any of our volunteer opportunities. Obviously, it's a 501c3, it's a nonprofit. They can always use donation dollars, so anywhere from five to five hundred, they appreciate everything we appreciate everything it's what allows programs like the help of farm to keep running i mean it truly every dollar counts to a small nonprofit.
1: michelle thank you for being on the show today i really appreciate it and uh, you connecting with our listeners and uh, i think i see and hear emily i think she's uh getting the troops together i think we need to go back to work
2: Oh yeah, definitely. There's a whole lot more behind us that needs to happen. So thank you so much for, you know, the shout out. We appreciate it. So go Arizona Sustainability Alliance.
1: All right. I've got to get back to my volunteer work, but we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll have more of Boxcar Universe. Don't go away.
3: Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion meets design sense to execute timeless interiors, style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at alvainteriorsaz, and on Instagram at alvainteriors.
1: You may not believe this, but smart home technology can be traced back to 1975 to the first home automation platform when the X10 was invented. In 48 years, things have come a long way. To truly have a smart home today, the homeowner needs to make a smart decision and call a premier high-tech company. That company is Mythic Sound, Lighting, and Shade. Mythic can simplify your life with home automation, home security, home theater, lighting and shade, plus outdoor and indoor home audio custom designed to fit your lifestyle. For the finest in products and services, visit their website at mythic sls.com that's m-y-t-h-i-c-s-l-s.com or call them today for a free consultation at 602-329-4252 that's 602-329-4252 And we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe right here from the beautiful and palacious Boxcar Studios here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. We're here with Randy from Green Cork Products on site at one of the homes that he has corked. Randy, thanks for taking time to be with us today and, uh, and meet with me.
4: Hi, Stephen. Great to have you here. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, my first impression when I walked outside and took a look at the house was, um, wow, it's 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 amazing. And then uh, you had mentioned about, you know, we talked about our last show about the uh, heat reflective value and how it just keeps the heat out. When you actually touch the material in in the sun,
4: it's not even hot. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. It is amazing. And by the way, going back to your wow comment, yeah. I think that's our strongest marketing approach is when the end user, the homeowner, for those builders out there that might be listening to your show or anyone else that is thinking about evaluating this solution for their customers at the end of the day, when somebody goes, wow, because they love the way their home looks, we've all won.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's even more uh, important, like for instance, if you're, if and I've done painting for years being a contractor but you know when you go out and you, and you talk to them about your product and what it could do it's it's more than just hey let's you know put this cork on the outside of your home because it's going to make it look good the, the added benefits that you get plus I'm sure a homeowner is is ecstatic that their electric bill had to come down
4: exactly you know
1: and it's definitely an energy saver so it's 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 multifaceted
4: yeah in the maintenance side a 10-year warranty where they're not painting again uh you know obviously the thermal bent. we talk the lack of cracking because of the elasticity of our of our coating they're not going to see those cracks that they would with stucco just you know the 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 overall value is is there for the for the homeowner and for the builder who wants to impress their the homeowner that they're building the home for
1: exactly. So in and, and this is one thing that, that we talked about on on the, our previous interview, where you know it's not just meant for, you know, existing homes. This can be this could be planned into uh, an actual new build.
4: Absolutely, we're fully permitted in all of North America, and uh, we should have an announcement if not this week very soon of a partner here in the valley that's a very successful stucco company that is going to incorporate cork into their offering so that if a builder did have a desire to spec our solution into their new build community they would have a what I call total cork solution which would mean they could hire this company and their exterior walls would be completed by one party because builders want to have accountability and uh, they want to know who to go to if there's any kind of issues with with the solution and and so with this announcement coming very soon we'll be able to offer that to the new home building community
1: that's going to be really great and we'll be able to bring some of that information Information to all our listeners about it it's just um, you know when you're thinking about like all the different areas around the valley that I've done work in over the last 25 or so years it's it's uh, one of the homes that I noticed that really deteriorates a lot when people in fact at one time I had a, a home I think it was in Tempe where uh, deciding the whole house was done with with you know uh, wood siding, and uh, it had deteriorated. And it, this is wasn't the fiberboard; this was actual real wood siding. So you can get an idea how old it is because they don't even use that anymore. What happened was the sun beat it to death so bad because they never painted it mm. that I could literally, when I went up in the attic and actually looked out at. The side of the building, I could see sunlight and daylight. It was that bad. So naturally, you know, I had to take all that out and replace it. But all that stuff, if you have any, if these homes that are in sore need of it can actually be, have this process with the cork put on it, I mean, and then they, it's like. It's a done deal. It, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, like you said, ten years. But are you really going to worry about your house in ten years? Especially when it's going to look as good as this does for so long? I, I real I really doubt it. Yeah. You know. And for some of our, for some of the people maybe over in the West Valley that has more of the senior community that own homes, this is a perfect solution because you don't have to worry about paying your house like you say every five years. Absolutely. You know. And it tell our listeners again what's
4: the warranty on the material? Ten years, and uh, there is always some fading. Anyone that would sell you a product in Arizona and say it does not fade is telling you a big one because anything in this. Summer, I have a bridge to sell you too. Yes, <laughs> it will fade. So yeah, but we're going to fade at about we project a tenth the rate of paint. So uh, we're very comfortable in, in warranting our product for that long. And, again, our partner, our, our blender, has been doing it for 40 years, and they've blended almost every product used in the construction industry. And so we have that kind of expertise behind the product also.
1: No, That's going to be really good. And what we'll also be able to do for our listeners in the in the, in the future, we'll be able to not only showcase the, the, the cork product that you have created – also, we'll be able to help with um, people that, are, or your should say companies that, are in, that can spray the cork, which pretty much any paint contractor can do. It's just something that needs to be incorporated into what they do because it, it's done a little bit differently, but not really a whole lot. The basic, the basic logistics is to say,
4: Yes, uh, prepping is identical, getting it ready, clean is very important to us, as you might imagine, repairing any existing cracks. If it's stucco, if the wood's rotted, obviously you want to do those kinds of prep work. Then as far as the spray is, uh, you know, any painter that is, is is good would most likely be able to take this. But to your point, Stephen, it's important for us to have strategic partners that we know have the same kind of quality and customer service that that we have. And so we'll be announcing over the next uh, couple months, actually, some strategic relationships, whether you're looking to do a retro job on an existing house, whether you're a builder looking to uh, bring a stucco applicator in that understands cork. We know those strategic partnerships will be important to grow our business for our customers to know the uh, supportability of the product
1: right and I think looking at it from a contractor standpoint for somebody that gets a a, you know if I get a a lead for someone to have their home painted to be able to go back and obviously assess the house look at the substrate and one of the things that I will do which is a pet peeve sometimes because painters sometimes don't do this right where you have stucco cracks And they don't fill the cracks properly. And then when they paint it and it's all done and all of a sudden in certain light, you look at the side of the building and all those seams that they caulk flash. And it looks horrible. Having your home corked, you don't have that problem at all. You fix it and it's done and it looks like it never cracked.
4: Yes. Well, that is one of the great advantages is the elasticity of the product. As you've seen when we did your show in your studio, you can actually pull on our product and, and it will give you that elastic type feeling, which you're never going to get in a cement based product.
1: That's right. So, but uh, Randy, thanks so much for taking time out to be with us today. And we're going we're gonna to make sure that the listeners uh, uh,
4: get in tune and get their home court. Well, thank you, Stephen. I think your show is doing a great job of allowing folks to have a trusted source for innovative products, new products, uh, and existing products. Just the fact that you're vetting people, the fact that you took a site visit so that you could personally attest to what you're telling your users or your listeners. I think that's a testament to, to the credibility of your show.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. And and I always, throughout all the years I've been in business and in doing, doing uh, Boxcar Universe as well as my previous show, Image Home Improvement Show, that's one of the things that I always want to do to be able to go back out. And if I'm going to promote somebody uh, on the show, I want to know that they're doing the best job. And I'm, I'm not just going to take their word for it. You know, I always try and use that old Ronald Reagan philosophy, trust and verify. Absolutely. And as long as we verify, you know, I'll be the most passionate advocate for you going forward for life.
4: Thank you, Stephen. Have a great day. Thanks again for having me on your show. All
1: right, Randy. Thanks for again. You're listening to Boxcar Universe.
0: Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional... You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell from Ideal Home Improvement.
1: The uncertainty of our economy is very troublesome. Interest rates are rising and inflation is high. The utility cost of energy is forever rising. The good thing is that we as homeowners can do something about our energy bill right now and in the future. Solar energy is literally the best investment you can make at this moment and the most likely to steady your finances through uncertain times. Think about this, if you could have locked down the cost of your energy bill 10 years ago, would you have done it? I think your answer would be yes. Think of the savings you could be enjoying right now as your neighbors who don't have solar are at the mercy of the utility companies. Let Ideal Home Improvement review your energy bill and see what a solar system on your home can do for your family and budget. Just give us a call at 602-332-6203 or email us at steve at com. Let me help you start saving today.
4: Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are
5: downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home (laughs) kick.
1: And we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe. And uh, our next guest is Chuck Warsaver. He is the advisor and operating partner of Stardust Building Supplies here in the Valley of the Sun. And uh, I've been doing business with Stardust for uh, years. I mean, I can go back and think about this. Had to be at least 20 years. At least when we started doing, you know, bigger remodeling projects and stuff like that and, you know, when uh, there was a need to be able to go out and find some, uh, you know, different types of units, whether it be, you know, um, some maybe countertops that were – when people wanted to get – I mean, I remember seeing – we used to have uh, Formica tops. I don't think – Matt. was the last time you saw Formica for countertop?
3: Oh my gosh! The <laughs> word just makes me cringe. <laughs> don't cringe, kids.
5: Don't cringe because we still carry them. <laughs> oh okay. no! I, you
3: know if They're great for certain spaces. I mean, obviously, I I wouldn't put them on an interior of a home anymore. But you know yeah. that you're talking to a. A designer, I mean obviously they're affordable, and that was the thing back in the yeah, day, you back know, in but, the day,
1: yeah, I mean they uh, used to take they used to save them, I remember that used to save them, but you know now you know with the uh we were talking to uh Chuck earlier uh during the break, and you know one of the things that uh, I remember that uh I had used Stardust a lot of, they have a lot of their, with their deconstruction program. But I'm going to let Chuck jump in here and tell us a little bit about, um, you know, Stardust for our listeners who are not familiar with Stardust Building Supplies, and uh, whether it be in the Phoenix area or around the country, because I know around the country there are a lot of different, similar type companies. So, Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time out to be on Boxcar Universe. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve, for having me. Um, So, first of all,
5: Stardust is a nonprofit, and we've been around for 27 years. And our mission is quite simply to keep things out of the landfill. So, yeah, deconstruction is a big part of what we do. So we'll go into homes or hotels or commercial properties and carefully deconstruct cabinets, uh, fixtures, and alike, bathrooms, et cetera, kitchens, And we will resell them in our reuse centers. We've got a reuse center in Mesa and one in Glendale. And we also, in addition to doing deconstruction, we take back a lot of returns and canceled orders and excess inventory from vendors. So we'll get a lot of times brand new stuff that was a canceled order. Cabinets uh, are a big one that we get. A lot of office furniture um, and so on. So it, it's sort of like a scavenger hunt when you come to the store because we get new things every day, and there's a very fast churn because people, the loyalists, pay attention to what we have and and are in and out sometimes you know multiple times a week.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that it's something that is you know the turnover on on what you, you get in or is is quite probably quite quick. Yeah, we. Um, We've been posting
5: multiple times a day on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, so people pay attention, and if they see an item that is of interest, they're jumping all over it um, and coming in to buy.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I remember, I think the first time I I, uh, got familiar with Stardust and what you guys carry, I remember when I had bought my uh, first home in Arizona back in 89, it's going back... 89. Mel, were you around in Phoenix in 89?
3: I mean, Steve, I was barely born before that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yes, I was. I just wanted to make the old man joke. Come on um, now, yes, watch I it. Yes, I think I was. probably Probably in... I don't know, first grade, maybe
5: I, second grade.
1: I, I walked into that one, Mel. I walked into <laughs> well, that yeah, one. Yeah, Steve and I were, were, we were in seventh grade. Chuck I think. and I were in seventh grade. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, really, when I got my first house here, and you know, and you know, it was amazing. We're talking about homes. Mel, you'll you appreciate this. Okay, you think have, the time it takes to do a remodel. Okay. When I, when I bought my first house here, uh, we were staying with some friends and, uh, All of a sudden, they told me, so how long is it going to take to build my house? 45 days. And it always stuck in my brain. You build a house in 45 days just didn't seem like it was right. Is this house going to be standing in 20 years? You know, But they did that. I mean, when you think about 45 days, you could do a – if you have an extensive remodel, it could take 45 days. They want to build a whole house. But when I got there and we started tweaking a few things, I wanted to add – Some cabinetry right outside around the corner, but I wanted to get something that was, you know, the same because, and I wasn't going to get that from, you know, from the builder. He doesn't have them, and he got them from a supplier. But what happened? I went to Stardust, and what do I find? The one wall upper cabinet that I needed in the same finish. That was like, it's mine. Okay, and it was it was like it was brand new. And you'd never know it. It wasn't in line with the other ones because it was around the corner, and it was it was a right above a small. Piece. I just wanted needed some extra space, and this was it was perfect. So you never know when you go to Stardust, you know what you're looking for. This is like, I, I you know, I, I try and uh, say it's just like when um, I used to DJ years ago. Don't let me walk into a record store. Because I'm like a kid in a candy store. I just oh, I want that. I want that because that's what will happen when you go to Stardust. You'll walk in there, and before you know it, you'll see something. You're like I yeah, I need that, but I didn't re- I didn't need it when I walked in. But when I saw it, I needed it. So you could walk out and bring your pickup truck. Absolutely, <laughs> Just take everything
5: with you. That is true. Yeah, we've got um, any any home. Building supply that you could think of that you would need, and we also get unique items like pianos, and uh, every now and then pool tables, and of course we've got all the bathroom fixtures. So yeah, it's it's quite comprehensive, and pretty much anything that you think you would need, including Formica that you mentioned, and, um, <laughs> but- and, and butcher the- and butcher block, and that stuff flies out the door actually. Really? Yeah, we can't keep that stuff in stock.
1: Yeah, we. Well, you know, I've seen you know I've seen I've done a lot of tear-outs of, of of countertops and sometimes um, you, you think about it I remember doing a tear-out for uh, somebody a customer called me and says well yeah I'm getting a new countertop can you tear-out and it was old granite and, and, and he asked me that question well can you save it and I'm like are, are you serious? <laughs> you can't save that. I said because I can't get it out in 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 the pieces that it was installed in. At it it's the only thing you can hope for is just we just break it out we without damaging the cabinet. And when your new installer comes in with, and does his template and fabricates your new top, it, it'll go right on top of the old cabinet. But you can't save granite countertops. It's just almost impossible. You might get lucky and get a big piece, and maybe you know the fabricator they'll make a they'll make a big coaster for you that's about it <laughs> that's all you can do but um light fixtures and other things that are are are, are good there obviously um uh obviously you don't want to take you don't take ones that are extremely old and do they still have the, do they still have the um what was it 20 year rule on accepting uh used
5: cabinets I mean, we—if it's an older home, historical home—we'll we'll go out and do an inspection. But we're doing a lot of work with the preservation society here, so mm-hmm. um, I think it's on a you know, look at it and see if it's something that we can resell. see if it's salvage. Yeah, and I think you know a big service that we offer homeowners is a lot of times they don't know what to do with the stuff where they have an appliance that they just replaced and they don't know. We for a nominal fee of twenty five dollars, we'll come out and actually pick it up, and so that's. Um, a part of the program that is expanding. I should also mention when we do do deconstruction, the homeowners get the tax deduction, right? So they get a tax receipt. So if we're working with a contractor and we're going in collaboratively and doing a deconstruction project, he can pass that tax savings on to the homeowner.
1: Oh, you
5: know.
4: Hey,
3: Chuck, I have a question. Yeah. Can you tell me how that works a little bit more, The the deconstruction, and, like, what's the timeline on that? Yes. Is there a fee involved?
5: Yeah. Right. Um,
3: and yeah. then I I heard that you mentioned that you even pick up pianos and things like that. Do you guys actually pick them up or you just come pick them up from a curb? Like how does how does that person get the piano out of their house? I'm, I'm Yeah, interested. so we,
5: we would need that to be outside the house. I mean we're not going to go in because obviously there's some liability there um, the bigger pieces. So and, and then to answer your question about the deconstruction um, we'll come out and do an inspection and we do charge a nominal fee. It's 375 for a half day and 750 for, for a full day. And primarily we're doing kitchens and, and bathrooms. So we'll go in into the kitchen, take out all the appliances, carefully take out the cabinets. If we can recycle the, ca- the countertops, which most times we can, we'll take those out as well. And then the same thing would hold true for bathrooms. And so um, in terms of scheduling, we're probably a couple weeks out. Um, to to schedule a decon project to actually go and do it, in terms of inspecting it, we can move pretty quickly and and do an inspection within a few days.
3: And, and would the the listeners do they call you to schedule that directly, or is there a different line that they? Yeah, have so to if call? they
5: go on our website, there's a place for them to put their information in or, or call, and we have a person that's dedicated specifically for scheduling. Um and they can it's very simple to fill out a form online to um to say I am requesting an inspection or a decom project. And,
0: Interesting. Our, and our
5: website is stardustbuilding.org. Stardustbuilding.org.
1: Right. And that's that that website, all our listeners can go on there and uh do is all are basically all the items posted on the website or only just some of them? No. So when you go
5: on the website, it will prompt you to sign up for our newsletter. The newsletter will then – every week you'll get a listing of what we have. But really the the magic is getting onto social media and following us on Facebook or Instagram because we're posting literally multiple times a day because, again, the churn. If we were to post stuff online, it would be gone by the time we posted it. Yeah, so I, I'm – Stuff just doesn't stay. It turns incredibly quick. So that's why we're literally posting every single day so that the consumers can see what we have.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's so important, obviously, to keep that keep that, that moving. And, you know, because that, that's one of the first things I know when I speak to somebody and they want to do a remodel, um, you know, like, and you have something like that. Well, what are you going to do with your old cabinets? Which is mean, the first thing or, or, you know, what are you going to do with, you know, in uh, again, the lighting, how, how old is the lighting? You know, is it going to be resellable? You know, because they're and I would have to think if it's, it's older, it could be very outdated and you probably
5: wouldn't even want it. It, but the bottom line is, you know, that old expression, someone's trash is someone else's treasure. If it works, someone will buy it. It's just a matter of price. Right. So we have automatic markdown, so if stuff doesn't sell, we'll mark it down, um, and then there will be a point where it will sell. It will sell it Provided it works. I mean, so the same thing with appliances. We will take back some older appliances, pr- provided they work, and someone will buy them, whether they may be doing a, an apartment building or um, maybe they're doing an in-law suite or whatever, but there's always someone that will... Find a, a home for these. So
1: you, uh, how how long does someone have to wait? Like like you're talking about appliances for somebody to come pick up. I mean, cap, the cabinets obviously deconstruction takes a couple of weeks to get to get it on the schedule. But what about appliances and stuff like that
5: to get a pickup? Yeah, I mean it depends. But typically a week to two is the most that they'd have to wait for us to come pick up stuff. Okay. I mean, we're pretty we're pretty steady. We run multiple trucks a day, so, um, you know, I sort of pay attention. I see it on the schedule, and I never see more than a couple of weeks out. Um, and then with vendors, we have recurring pickups, so you know they have schedules because a lot of them we have weekly pickups because they they just have a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something for the homeowners to take into account and think about when they when you know they they were. Thinking about, well, we're going to have a local bulk pickup. Okay. That's all well and good, but is some of the stuff that you're throwing away for that bulk pickup, can it be recycled? And it was, is it something that Stardust can use to put it you know, in the store and sell and not
5: go into a landfill? Yeah. The the answer is 100% yes. I mean, so you see so many things that are in bulk pickups that someone would love to buy
1: no oh, yeah and, and
5: and at the same time the homeowners getting a tax deduction so it's a
1: double bonus for them you know i want to ask you a question you know like out here in the east valley you know we had the uh, demolition of fiesta mall um did, were you guys able to any donations come in from that demolition
5: that project no but we are in touch with a lot of commercial um Companies that do that kind of stuff and we are doing projects where we can go in prior to the demo right? and, you know, go into the bathrooms and go into the offices and take – yeah, we can do that. Uh, we got to be ahead of it. That one, we no, we tried and we were unsuccessful in getting to them. And, you know – You can't get everyone. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, you know, as sad as it sounds, I mean, you got to care about the environment because it's a little bit of extra work. It's one more step to make that call, to have us scheduled to go out there and do it. But think about all the benefit you're doing on landfill side and at the consumer side.
1: True. True. And it's and that's so very important to be able to do. But um, you you guys could basically start us. You could say you had been a, a mainstay here in the Valley for a, a very long time.
5: Yeah, it's 27 years. It was founded by Jerry Bisgrove and um, – he owned a company, Stardust, and it's the name Stardust, and we're growing every year, and we have some really aggressive plans for more growth and in larger stores and potentially maybe even have a third store. So we've got a lot of plans
1: in place, and, um, yeah, it's well, exciting. It's, well, good. I remember the other store that we used to have off of Thunderbird up in North Phoenix, um, that, was, that was very convenient for me because mm-hmm. I live up in North Phoenix, so uh, anything that we went over there— Used to be able to. It was a a great place, short short drive to donate. But again, you know, two locations in the valley, one in Mesa and one in Glendale. Correct. Those are. That's basically for all our our listeners out there who live in the Phoenix area, East Side, West Side. So, uh, uh, both stores are are relatively well stocked at least it was the last time I was there. I know the Mesa store was. Um in fact we I did a um I can't remember, it was a couple of years ago, I did a uh uh it was a special event at Stardust in Mesa and I co hosted it with Terry Olette from uh Sonora Living out there and we had it was it was a great time people came out, It's a, a lot of festivities and I think it was just um an event to get uh to showcase stardust and, and show what it could be as being part of the community and being something, uh, a resource. That's the word I was, a resource for the
5: community. Yeah, we, um, we're doing a lot of that hosting of parlors with different associations to get them into the store so they, you know, not all their members are familiar with us and then obviously they come in and to your point, they're like a kid in the candy store because the the breadth of what we have is so amazing. And I don't think that they realize that when you walk into a 50,000 square foot store with racks, how much stuff we have. Um, And again, the churn, it's just like every day, Um, you know, we're getting donations from commercial hotels, office furniture companies in addition to the decon work that we're doing, in addition to the home goods stuff. Um, so if someone's redoing their home office, desk, chairs, um, filing cabinets, waste paper baskets, just you can do your whole office for incredibly short money.
1: That's really great. Great, Why don't you Chuck, uh, don't you give our listeners um, uh, your contact information so they can find you one more time? Absolutely.
5: So my name is Chuck Warshaver. Um, my email address is C Warshaver, and that's WAR. S H A V as in Victor E R at stardustbuilding.org and um, access the website. And as again, I really encourage you to um, follow us on our social media accounts.
1: It's really, it's really great. And uh, keep up the good work. And um, Mel and I will uh, send anything that we can your way. Much appreciated. To make sure that uh, we could always want to do our part. And uh, always get the word out with our our customers that are interested. When we see something that could be used, because they're always thinking, recycle. What else? And, you know, we don't want to put we don't want to p- put a lot into a landfill. It's just it's just not good. Yeah.
5: And Mel, being a designer, we we're doing a lot of work with designers now, and, and there's a ton of obvious projects. And so that quality of goods that we're taking back, incredible. Yeah. Well,
3: Chuck, I have to say I am a designer, but I am also now officially a general contractor as well. So I have a full design-build firm now. (laughs) And the reason I was asking those questions is because I actually do have a project that I will be starting that, crazy enough, their cabinets are
5: beautiful. I'm not not surprised. We've seen... Unbelievable stuff that comes back, you know, high end doors, yeah. high end appliances. So like, I'll
3: have and- a big project for you guys to come out and deconstruct and countertops and nice modern looking contemporary cabinets that it just, you know, they they just want something new. Um, even though it is pretty new.
5: <laughs> well now thanks to you I can take Sunday off because I've earned Sweet. my I've earned my keep here now, <laughs> Mel. There yes, no
3: kidding. I, I really think that you're gonna be Quite uh, impressed. Perfect.
5: (laughs) That's really good. You guys
3: take sliders and doors and windows and stuff like that as
5: well. Yeah, as long I mean the windows obviously have to be in case, but yes, yeah, we do a ton of windows, tons. Is a single or double Mm -hmm.
1: pane or both? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay,
3: Chuck. Thank you so much.
1: Appreciate you guys. All right, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Chuck warshaver uh, from Stardust Building Supplies, a great, great nonprofit organization here in the Valley of the Sun. So uh, we want to thank him for all his great work and look forward to uh, continued partnership in uh, promoting that great uh, organization. But I uh, also want to thank our listening audience to listen to our weekly podcast, The Boxcar Universe. Remember, we are your source for cutting-edge information on container homes and container pools. So let Mel and I design and build your dream container home. And we also want to send out kudos to Mel on her new contractor's license. Yay! All
0: right, Thank you. All right,
1: yes, all right. All right. Many, many successful years coming your way, Mel. God willing. Yes, absolutely. And uh, if you'd like to email Mel or I, you could always contact us at boxcarliving at gmail.com or steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And as I said earlier, Boxcar Universe can be uh, heard weekly on any podcast player. And always remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. See you next week.
0: You're a great American. I love you.